Jim, James, Tim. What's his name? I wrote it down. Jeff. <laughs> Please welcome Jeffrey Lord. Oh, this is for the Jeffrey this Lord is- show. Lord, really? I thought Jeffrey Lord was kind of like a real guy. How are you supposed to be a strong, thrilling, powerful warrior and lover with a name like this? It is like a weak ejaculation. <laughs> Jeff. The Lord is the gatekeeper of all music in Fort Worth. Oh, Jeffrey. If you don't love the Lord, you're F and F. Like, really, is this the level that you sung to, Lord? So I'm done with Jeffrey Lord. Hey, hey, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I am Jeffrey Lord, the host of the Funky Town Podcast. That is the podcast that you are listening to now. Yeah, go ahead. Have your seat. Have a seat, everybody. All right. I'm glad you're here. We have a big show for you today. We'll do some visiting, chatting, you know, sharing. And uh, we also got an interview. This week we're talking to the bass player from a little band in Dallas called Chansey. If you haven't had a chancy to see them then you should soon you definitely want to take that chancy so that was going to be the original name of this podcast is take a chancy and i don't know i haven't decided yet exactly what i'm going to call the podcast so if it is called take a chancy you know that i couldn't come up with anything better but we'll see maybe we will and maybe I didn't use take a chancy and whatever I did use you're like well this one is it's you know it's no good you should have stuck with take a chancy the one you picked was way worse all right give me a squeak to get comfortable I didn't squeak so much anyway so um I want to start off with it's been a I guess it feels like it's been a long week because I wanted to talk about what happened Last weekend, um, which was the Fort Worth Roots 100th episode partay at Pouring Glory. It was last Saturday, um, September 10th. So it's been eight days now. Today is September 18th, and I'm actually recording this part of the, the podcast. We had a really good time. The um, Lady Lord and um, Zoe was out there selling some of their stuff, and um, they sold a couple items, you know. It was a good crowd. It wasn't a really great crowd for the vendors, I don't think. A lot of people um, bought a lot or spent a lot of time checking out the vendors, but there was a decent crowd there for the podcast and the podcast party. So that was cool. Um, Andrew put on a really neat event. We got a grab bag with all kinds of stuff. I got to meet... Richard Keller, Mr. Itchy Richie himself in person, and actually see the band play. And I got to meet um, Paul and Carrie, I believe it is. God, I hope that's right. I know it's Paul. Um, I think it's Carrie Smith. Um, late to the station, I got to see them play live, and that was really, really cool. I don't know a lot about the great, but they were awesome. Um, they seemed kind of young, like they might be like 18, 19, 20 years old. They seemed like a, like, you know, like a bunch of young men um up there and they were really good and so i look forward to seeing more of them but overall it was was a really good time it was a little warmer i think than most people thought it was going to be but uh the food was good the drink was good the uh, company was good um lots of the different podcasters were up there i didn't get to meet um i think her name is jordan from uh the one podcast I like, Forever Reckless. Um, but I did listen to the show this week, and they were um, they recorded the show before going up there. So I think they were both there. I didn't get to meet them. Um, but that's cool that they were there. I know the, the Funky Panthers. There. A lot of them were there. We got little awards um, saying that we're um, part of the podcast community. Hang on real fast. I mean, it's probably going to be another loud again. Hang on. What role? Roll on over here. Let me see. It's my little... All right, here we go. Okay, we're back. It says, it's got Fort Worth Roots logo on it. And it says, thank you for being a leader in the Fort Worth podcast community. Funky Town podcast. So, it's a cool little... Um, oh, gosh, I shouldn't have put that there. Okay. 
it's kind of like a it's a little piece of glass it's got like the laser etching on it it's really cool it's really really cool got that so the grab bags are cool we got stickers and uh, all kinds of neat stuff so it was a good show if uh it was a good time so if you're not checking out fort worth roots you definitely should and go back check out some of the older podcasts here or over there or with the jerry jones time massacre susie we've all ta- I talked about them check out forever reckless check out the funky panther there's a lot of really good um fort worth podcasts that are happening now thanks for the invite the failed podcast uh just just to name a few they're all out there and um it was cool it was a really good time so in the spirit of good times, I want to kick off the show with them. Um, so, a couple of days ago, um, speaking of the Jerry Johnson Massacre, Dustin from the Jerry Johnson Massacre sent over um, a link to Apple. He's like, hey, do you still use Apple Music? And I do. So, he sent me a link to um, an album. He's like, let me know what you think about this. So, I listened to it, and it was really cool. And it just so happened to be um a local band and um the singer is the singer from convoy and the cattleman which i really like if you don't know them it's kind of a country outfit but this is not a country record and then um the guitar player is doty and if you don't know doty then you just don't know but i forgot who the other players in this but the um the band's called the screams s-c-r-e-e-m-s and um, they released an album, I think, in 2020, right when COVID hit. And then that just killed it. It's like we lost so much good music. And we had we lost so many good bands due to COVID. Um, this is one of them, one of those things that just got swept under the COVID rug. And I didn't know anything about it. And I don't think Dustin did. And he was turned on to it. And he turned me on to it. And so this is the opening track from their four-song EP. And it's called Back to the Void. <laughs> Away! 
All right, that was the soul. There it is. That was the screams, ladies and gentlemen. Back to the void. All right, so I guess you've all heard by now and probably seen all the different stories and people sharing their memories of <clears throat> Maine at Southside closing. And I got to tell you, that's a that's a real bummer to me, man. It's like I really like that place. That's where um, I probably spent most of my time before COVID happened. It's where I would go all the time to see bands play. I'd go to Lola's a lot. Lola's was a probably my second, you know, and I would hit all the different ones, whether it was the post or twilight or, you know, um, different places. And I, I, I still do the same thing, but and mass was always the go-to. I always really, really, really enjoyed mass. Saw lots of great shows at mass, have a lot of good memories from mass. And, um, yes, man, since I'm started getting into this, when I very, very first started, um, I remember some of the bands I got into was like Frisky Disco and Animal Spirit, and they were playing um, across the street from where I was. I had a second job. I was working um, nights. And they were playing across the street at the cellar. And uh, and so um, that's kind of what got me into the Fort Worth music scene was during that time period. And so going to the cellar, going to the aardvark um going to the warehouse at that time was you know that was so much fun and so cool you know we would go to the grotto was another one of those places and just slowly over time different bands stopped playing you know frisky disco no longer exists the warehouse no longer exists Cellar no longer exists. Aardvark no longer exists. You know, the Grotto no longer exists. Um, there's too many bands to even go down the list, um, you know, as far as who aren't playing anymore. And I don't know, man, that's just the way it goes, you know. It's just things grow and things die and things grow and things die. And so for all those clubs that are gone, shipping and receiving is gone, you know, but Twilight's here and The Post and... You know, we're having all these different venues pop up and we have all these different bands, you know, coming out. And so, change, man, progress. I like to think of myself as a progressive, but man, the older I get, the more I drive around town and be like, oh man, they tore down that building. That place is gone. Oh, I used to hang out there in my 20s. That's gone, you know. Now these, you know, places I like to go see, my favorite bands play, are gone. And my favorite bands that I like to go see play there are also gone. So we keep moving forward, right? We go to the new places and see the bands that stuck around, and we see the new bands that are up and coming. And so, with that being said, I want to introduce you to, if you haven't heard already, so, like, Caleb Stanislaw, if y'all don't know, um... Was a dude who used to live here, and he's one of my favorite guitar players um, in town. Before he, him and his family, up in COVID hit, and he's like, "Man, I'm getting out of Dodge," and they packed up and moved. I think I don't know. They're not. I don't think they're even in Texas anymore. They ain't here. Is all I know. So I think about him all the time because he lives a couple houses or a couple blocks over from where I live now. Um, you know, and so I'm out walking the dog and stuff, and. I'm like, oh yeah, Caleb used to live over here somewhere. Man, I wonder what how that dude's doing. I wonder what he's up to. Um, so the other day I was surprised to see he posted something on Facebook, and he's involved in something, something new. And this is um, he posted this song. Now the song that he posted, I'm not going to play. But it was a second single that is really i guess he's making a record and this was the second single um from the record and so i was like what so i went back to check out the first single and um that's what i want to play for you now and the band is called shine i yell it's shine and then e-y-e-i and then yell is the name of the band. Um, I will, when the song is over with, I'll come back and I'll let you know what it's called. But it's cool. And, man, I've always been a big fan of Caleb. 
and I'm a big fan of his guitar playing. And I gotta tell you, I'm not honestly sure if he's singing in this, or if he's just playing guitar in this, or if he's doing everything. Um, I'd like to get with him, maybe talk to him about it, uh, see what he's up to, and kind of see exactly what this is. But I do know he's involved, and this was cool, so I wanted to play it. So out with the old, in with the new, they say. Briscoe by Shine I Yell. You can find them shineiyell.herenow.com and I'll put the link so you can find them. But that's awesome. I really like that song. I'm a big fan of Caleb, so I'm very excited. Like I said, I've been thinking about him lately. <clears throat> it's been weird, you know. Um, I've been on kind of this. Uh, kind of this health kick I guess some of you know I don't really remember how much I've meant to talk about it plenty of times on the podcast but uh, a lot of times I feel like man they don't want to hear all this stuff about me like even now I'm talking way more already in this episode than I usually do I'm just like here's three songs play them and do the interview and then three more songs and get out but I don't know sometimes I miss talking to you guys so uh, some of you may know I'll make it quick but the 
turn of the year, the end of December, early January, I was ended up in the hospital, was having heart issues. Um, I don't like to say I had a heart attack, but I think technically I had a, a, another heart attack. And so I was, I already had a stent put in my heart like a decade ago. And so I had to have another one put in. And then he wanted me to come back in April or March, I don't remember. Um, and he checked me out and he wanted to put another one in. So I ended up getting like two put in um, over that time. And then they wanted me to go to do cardiac rehab and so it's like I've been trying to um, I quit smoking altogether I think I talked about that a little bit I ended up taking um, Chantex the medicine the medicine and I just followed the instructions perfectly didn't drink a drop of alcohol on it you're not supposed to drink when you're on it and you know and it worked I mean I smoked until I didn't want to smoke anymore and it actually came towards like I just couldn't believe it I it just it's you know, I've always said, if I could just take a pill and quit smoking, well, there's a pill you can take and quit smoking. It worked for me. You know, I'm not saying you do whatever you want to do, but, you know, I took it. And um, one day I just didn't want to smoke anymore. And so I haven't smoked since April now. And um had to do cardiac rehab, so I've been going to cardiac rehab. And when I went in, you had to measure your belly and all that stuff, and you have to weigh yourself. And I waited at 201. And then they asked me if I had any goals, and I told them I'd like to lose some inches in my waistline. You know, I've got the the dad belly, and um, and so I don't know, just kind of messing around. And then every time you go in, you have to weigh. Next thing you know, I'm 204. I'm like, God, I'm actually going up. And so I was like, I need to start. And I've been trying to eat better. I've been eating more chicken and more vegetables, less fatty foods, less sodium, less salty foods. I really have been, you know working at it but I haven't been losing any weight I've just been trying to eat heart healthy um, so anyways I decided I'd, I'd got to take this seriously and try to start losing some weight and so I just started to um, it's like my goal is to get down to like 185 180 you know lose some inches in my waist and all that kind of stuff and so I just started like I'm not eating bread anymore potatoes anymore no potato chips or french fries no pasta um, if we have sloppy joes at home, then I just eat the sloppy joe mix without the bread. You know, um, we have hamburgers. I just eat the hamburger patty and not the bread and make the, use the lettuce and tomatoes and turn it into a salad and eat that. And I had been eating rice, um, trying to eat more brown rice and things like that than white rice, but been going back and forth between the two. That's still kind of, you know, carby or whatever. But, you know, eating breakfast with no biscuits and no toast or just really trying to stay away from that. And also I stopped drinking sweet tea, stopped eating ice cream and candy. I mean, I was eating sweets all the time. And so my heaviest there was 204. When I left there, I was down to 191. I've also continued doing it since I've been out. And then I'm now down to like 189, you know. So I'm not too far away from my actual goal, but I still have that little that dad belly but i have lost an inch and a half in my waist this is up since like may i mean it had to do 36 um sessions so over the past 36 weeks i've been doing this or i guess it's twice a week three times a week um so it's over the last 10 to whatever the last couple of months i've been going to this thing three times a week and doing these exercises and i also signed up at the ymca and me and the family and so we're all trying to get fit now the kids are trying to lose weight. The wife's trying to lose weight. We're all trying to get toned up. We're all trying to eat healthier. <clears throat> We're cutting all these breads and sugars and stuff out. And so it's actually become infectious. I'm trying to <clears throat> tell my parents, you know, stuff what I've been doing to see if they can maybe, you know, try to lose. Because sometimes these things can be, um, uh, I forget what the word is, uh, infectious, I guess is the best word. You know, it's people say you do it. And they're like, oh, I want to do it. And, and they want to do it and then their friends want to do it and their friends want to do it and next thing you know you've got this little group of, of people that are all trying to you know be healthier so that's always good you know but I don't want to be that that jerk that's always walking around going oh look at me I'm eating this I'm doing that and you should do this and you should do that it's like hey teach your own I'm just you know we've all got our own trip to go down this is just what I'm doing now and this is you know what I've been doing and this is the effects from it and so <clears throat> it's been really cool and you know I'm really proud of myself and 
what I've done over the past, you know, from January until now. But God, we're like nine months in already, you know? So um, it's been an incredible journey so far. And so I'm hoping by the time January comes, I'm going to be down to like 180, maybe a little thinner, looking good. And so hopefully... Anyways, I just kind of wanted to give you know, let you guys know kind of what because sometimes I talk about my health and sometimes I don't, and I don't know how many people listen every week and are like, so whatever happened? I mean, he's still here. He sounds better. Hopefully, I sound better. You could hear some of the earlier words where I was have a hard time breathing, and now I'm walking the dog every night after dinner, going to the YMCA and working out and doing lots of cardio, and so fifty and you know trying to get fit. So yeah, I was telling. Susan and Dusty, Dustin, that I'd heard that you see a lot of old people and a lot of fat people, but you don't see a lot of old fat people. And so I was like, we all need to grow old and grow skinny together. So with that, we have a brand new one from our favorite Fort Worth hip-hop artist, Sage Mode Rex. And his brand new song, Morning Meditation. And you can only find it on bandcamp.com. The link will be in the show notes. These my early morning meditations. My philosophy, what I'm demonstrating. Spread some love to balance the hate. Time is other essence, it's not uh, waiting. Yeah. Early morning Just waking up, you know what I'm saying? My philosophy, Got me some nice tea. Spread some love to balance the hate. It's a weekend, might put one in the air, you know These my early morning meditations Yeah, yeah, yeah Lil' Kava T in the morning, read the message Said to reflect on the blessings Early calm, before the world brings a storm The world's a stage and we must perform Things change, the lot's going on I keep my mind clear of the fog it was inevitable, I'm staying on the ball Feels like I got a score for us all Awakening, possibly ascending 10,000 hours, the outcome is pending Correct some flaws, cut down the spending These adult raps, the fantasies is ending Ego wants to be more important than it is I learned that in conversations with the kids Control breathing, good expansion in my ribs To make a way for the fan, build a bridge These my early morning meditations My philosophy, what I'm demonstrating Spread some love to balance the hate Time is of the essence, it's not for the wait These my early morning meditations My philosophy, what I'm demonstrating Spread some love to balance the hate Time is of the essence, it's not for the waiting Got love for everybody but prefer to kick it by myself Seeing through folks get old quick And bad energy gon' drain my health Drinking getting old too Even when that shit is high as shelf And that's all some of y'all do so We can't kick it cause you need some help Tandy Hills for some nature time I might hit Samson Park Shit, I might get a lift in might hit the boot, then create some mark. I might book a plane ticket. I get love in every city. The mandates is real wicked. It's Texas, baby, freedom pretty. These my early morning meditations. My philosophy, what I'm demonstrating. Spread some love to balance the hate. Time is of the essence, it's not for the wait. These my early morning meditations. My philosophy, what I'm demonstrating Spread some love to balance the hate Time is of the essence, it's not for the waiting If the day started, you know what I'm saying? Little, little cup of tea Little lemon Little honey You know what I'm saying? I'll be talking this, you know, that true shit Gotta make sure my, my, my shit right, you know what I'm saying? We can delete that <laughs> Now it's time for our interview. This is Austin. Hey, Austin. This is Jeff with Funky Town Podcast. Hey, how's it going, man? Good. How are you doing? So this is Austin. I am doing 
Fantastic. Fantastic. All right. It's Austin Franks yeah. uh, with the band Chansey. Yes, that's us. Um, Dallas Fort Worth zone, Chansey. I see. One of the first things I saw, um, I might have seen you guys play, but it might have been a while ago because you guys played with Robotuner before. Or uh, um, what was the name again? Wasn't it like um? Oh well, it would be the like like the Jet Noise or Josh oh, and the yeah, Jet yeah. Noise. Yeah. yeah, we were we were tight with them for a little bit there. Uh, Richly mm-hmm. played with them. I think Mass too. Yeah, I can't remember how we met them, but um, they were one of the first bands we played with in Fort Worth. Yeah, and then um, uh, also kind of tight with them is the um, Bruce Magnus. Oh yeah, yeah, man, <laughs> they're one of our favorite like local bands to see live. They're, they're so and much really fun. Great people. Yeah. Oh my god. No, yeah, they're, they, they're super they cool. Fill me with the uncontrollable urge to just drink too much whiskey and just. You know how it goes. Yeah. No. So I've I've seen every time both those bands um, a few different times. I bet you I've seen you guys. Um, it has been a while. And I was looking. So there's like six of you. Five, six. Uh, there's five of us. Five yeah. of you. I know there's five of us in the band. There's two guitarists, a bass player. Mm-hmm. Would you would you play bass? Yes. And then you have your drummer. Oh yeah. And then you have the. Um, so what is the guy called that just makes the noises? Um, does he have like a title? Because it's not. Yeah, we call him just a synth player because it's easier to say. He plays like an electribe, so uh-huh. you know you could call it like programming. You can call it sampling. You can call it a lot of stuff. Um, but he just kind of controls all the synths and textures extra. And yeah, he's a super vital part of just how we sound. You know, before we incorporated him into the band, we were just kind of another kind of garage rock band i feel like uh-huh. and so it kind of opened up like what we could do you know together as writers when he like came in so it was awesome but uh yeah easy thing to say is just he does synth he also plays percussion he's like the best tambourine player like i've ever seen i swear yeah no, <laughs> like knows his way around the instrument <laughs> no that's cool that's like i've um i think these days like i need to get the get the equipment and be the noisemaker in a in a band i think that'd be a fun job and it's not it's not because it looks easy you know because it's not i used mm-hmm. to um i used to have an electribe what i had was um it wasn't the sampler it was um <clears throat> the drum machine i guess but you would make your own yeah. little you'd make your own little beats and stuff out of the different tones it's very hard actually you know oh man yeah he's like over there doing like a whole equation like i swear all the time yeah it's like the model he plays he like intentionally plays like this model of it from like 2003 or 2002 he would know more about it but it's just that specific kind of sounds that come with it and the way that it functions he really likes i know they make like a lot of newer ones but Hmm. yeah yeah, I'm going to talk. It's a specific type of vintage. Yeah, I bet I'm going to have to t- t- talk to him because I bet that's probably one of the ones I had. There was a, mm-hmm. there was a sampler, and then there was whatever I had, which I think it was more like a drum. Matter of fact, I think it was called a drum yeah. synth. I think I, I think it was electric. It's like drum a chord electrobe, yeah. From and it's blue. It's got another red one too. Yes, it's it's a cool. Oh, does he have both aspect. of them? The blue and the red. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, at one point he was gonna do both of them, but I think it was just easier just to, to have everything kind of loaded up. On, yeah. Onto one. Because I think the blue one's a sampler. Because I had the red one. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes more sense then. Yeah. Yeah, because I think the red one, like I said, I, was it, it was like a drum synth. Now it comes with preloaded sounds, but the fun is to take the sound and kind of chop it and do all that kind of stuff and kind of make your own um, drum loops out of it and stuff and then um yeah. you, would, you would have the blue one which you could load samples on and then you could load the samples the way that how they sound or you can run them backwards forwards affect them and all that different kind of stuff and then add them in and then you can run them since they're both the same you can run them together you can have a master and a slave someone's uh-huh. going and firing off the other thing it's it, dude it's so much fun those kinds of things are so much fun yeah it's amazing yeah and it's great to write with too you know because of um, just kind of the the capability to do stuff that you would normally maybe do like in post production, yeah. Like just have it kind of active in the room with us because he's just he's just like always, you know, he rehearses with us and everything as if he's 
Um, you right. Know, so do you think it's um, do you find it's, with it? Do you find it's easier to kind of get into the mood and stuff with that sound? It's not a distracting thing that that you want to put in post. It's actually yeah, it actually, it's like it, a vital part of the ride. Uh-huh. Like yeah, it'll change the way like a whole song will sound. You know, once he kind of like comes up with like a sound or texture that goes with it it's like oh well let's go that direction now it's yeah it's awesome yeah um, man yeah so i think Cole's like, awesome guy yeah so i think <laughs> i think one of the reasons um you guys wanted to come on was to push your new song angel angel darling is it angel angels darling angels Darlings. yeah yeah you know it's been a few different titles but the most important element of it is the comma in between it's angels, comma, darlings, but right. it's okay if you call it angel, darling, angels, darling, or angels, darlings. As long as the comma is there in between, then it's it's all it's all the same to us. We love it. <laughs> but yeah, that's what comes out um, on Friday. Yeah, the sixteenth. Yeah, so we're excited and telling, trying to tell the world about it, and we appreciate you having a us onto your podcaster, you know, so that we can uh, tell more of Fort Worth side about everything. Um, so that's not, I pulled up Facebook and it just so happened that you guys were doing a Facebook live. <clears throat> and I, yeah. And I, I, I tuned in right before y'all started to play this song. So I actually got to watch you guys play the song. And if oh. I'm, if I'm not wrong, you're, you're the singer of this song. Are like the main Correct. vocalists or the starting I off do vocalists? The verses, yeah, and uh, Alex and Richard do the um, the choruses. Um, yeah, so we uh, we split duty for the singer singing on that song. Is that typical on all y'all songs, or just special for that one? Um, you know, I am the uh, occasional. Like, think of it like Alex and. Richard of the Paul and John and I'm kind of the George when it comes to singing. Okay. Like okay. I'll sing one every now and then. Sure. But um yeah, on this one specifically, it it's just kind of the the thing I'm most excited about finally releasing this song is because this one has been through so many iterations. Like Alex, you tough, you know, he had this song when he was like 16 maybe even maybe even younger than that man like he had, had like a riff that associated with the song for a long ass time and he had brought it to us years ago and it was like this really heavy and like grungy sounding song and we then we had played it a little bit and just kind of went man that's that's not really the sound we're going for in this band that we're doing so we kind of you know, it's some of those things like you didn't abandon it but like kind of went okay maybe a different arrangement and the one where that we have now is probably like the third or fourth arrangement we've ever done with it and it happens to be one that me and richard kind of um collaborate on the verses there with that little riff and with me singing the the verse melody i was just kind of by happenstance and so it's not typical, but like it's very much like us just to kind of let a song kind of flow through everybody and just kind of like, you know, everyone kind of collaborates on the writing and the arrangement and kind of combining stuff. And you kind of get like this Frankenstein song from a bunch of other past ones. Nice. And yeah, this one just, yeah. That's cool. It sounds good. So I appreciate it, that. Yeah. So is it normally. Um, the the other two guys, I guess the two guitarists, they'll they'll kind of split the uh, the frontman duties. Yeah, man. Uh, we I like to think of us really having a frontman, but it's really tough to deny like Alex's kind of capability. He's a really super enigmatic guy, and he kind of founded the band. Him and myself did, and it's just always been kind of his energy up front. But because we're all just, I don't know. We kind of all like to split that kind of duty of being up front. It's kind of like that. Um, Allison Chains is always that way. I'm not really ever, ever sure mm-hmm. if the lead singer was Jerry Cantrell or if it was Lindsay, yeah, you know, because they both. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess you can have your favorite. We got a lot of tracks that are like that. Oh yeah, yeah that's true. We got a lot of tracks where them too, Alex and Richard, have these amazing vocal harmonies. They like, like, kind of make the their 
their little special thing that they kind of get to, and it's it's similar like that, like Jerry Cantrell and and um, what's his name, Lane Staley. Lane Staley, yeah, um, that duo. Yeah, no, it's kind of um, like I said. I'd, I haven't listened to a lot of your guys' stuff. I just started listening to it um, when I got the email uh, like a week yeah. or, so, or, so, or so ago. But I do really like it. It's a very full sound, and um, it's not quite jam band. I don't like I said. I wouldn't know how to describe you to, to, to people. I think if you mm. like kind of jammy stuff, then you you know then you'd probably be, be okay with this. But I wouldn't say that it's jam bandy, and it is poppy, but it's not like your typical pop. I don't know. It's good, and that's what's good about it is whenever you can't quite yeah. define what it is. I'm with you. Yeah. No, I, I, I love kind of not being able to be categorized a little like, cause I kind of think of us as an indie pop band, but then I listen to other bands that describe themselves as indie pop. And I'm like, this is too, too poppy almost for my leniencies. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I like to call us alternative rock, but then people get to thinking about like kind of, you know, grungy bands or like really heavy kind of, or some sort of like strokes or Kings of Leon thing. It's just, I yeah, I'm fine with the 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 difficulty of categorizing. Um, that's how I would say it. it's like an indie pop, alternative rock, but definitely we get along with lots of jam bands for sure. We play we play with lots of them in the past. All we really need to do is like elongate our songs, and then we fit right in. I swear. Yeah. Well, this um, um, Angels Darling is a uh, is like almost six minutes long. Oh yeah, yeah. The video has a little bit of extra that kind of like makes it a little longer, I think. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. So, who shot the video, or like who did the video for you guys? My old friend Tommy Davis, um, and he might kill me for not knowing off the cuff what his new production company he's kind of starting, what the name is off the top of my head. It might be in that email Bailey sent you. Uh, but yeah, I've known Tommy since we were in middle school. Me and him started our first band together, and the band was really just me and him, like learning every like all the simple guitar chords and going, "Wow, that's a song," mm -hmm. and and it was really just like you know a different version of G C E D or whatever like easy song, but I mean, me and him like wrote all sorts of stuff together in high school, and that's how long I've been just collaborating with him every now and then, and he does. Um, you know videos now and makes that yeah he's he's getting into that kind of thing of video production for bands and anything else as well and so he just kind of shot this for us we took um a gopro camera on our tour that we went on in spring and just like shot random uh -huh. stuff and okay. shenanigans and so we kind of shot it too and then he shot the other kind of things in studio and at live shows we really just wanted to capture kind of that energy of what spending time with us is a little bit like yeah no it felt, it, thing. It, yeah. Felt, it felt kind of like a home movie yeah yeah that's you know? for sure and that's what i you know i really enjoyed that um yeah so, so something you find go ahead yeah i was gonna say it's just something you find like in your you know parents closet some old yeah, Super 8 thing. Yeah, some Super 8 thing. You got to put it on a reel and shoot it up against we'll the wall. We'll show it to our kids someday. And it's like, yeah, see, Dad was in a band. I yeah, swear. See, I swear I used to be cool <laughs> at some point. We were awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, how often do you guys get to get out and play in Fort Worth? In Fort Worth, man, yeah. Like, we've been trying to play more out there. Bailey, our um, sixth member, our, our manager, our hero, mm -hmm. uh, is moving out there and is, like, advocating us to come out there and play more. We're we're pretty firmly, I'd say, Dallas band um, as far as, like, where home is. Mm -hmm. But, like, the best part about fucking living up here is North Texas is just... It's the Gogolplex. It's this, this massive area that you can just honestly call all of it home, you know, between Dallas and Fort Worth and Arlington, Denton, you know, McKinney, yeah. Frisco, everywhere. And so I love being able to, like, to not really shy away from that. And so Fort Worth, we try and play there as much as possible. I think that we're going to be – we've been talking a lot about getting into Tulips – which is this new venue that is like going crazy up there uh -huh, after, uh -huh. um, 
but we just haven't been able to make it work because we've taken the summer off really to like focus on just totally on creating stuff because it's normally just we're gigging like crazy man just as as often as we can gig we try to and so we finally decided to not do that for a little bit this summer so it's been a minute since we've been full board since the spring mm-hmm. and so you've been making new music though so that's good yeah yeah we have non-stop really um well have you just heard just trying to oh, go ahead well, I was just going to say, we're just trying to release, um, we recorded five songs this year, we've got videos made for two of them, and a third one on the way, and we're just like kind of taking a, a moonshot here, man, with just like, this is, I don't know, this is like the time, and I don't know if it's because we're getting older, or it's because like the world kind of feels like a good end at any moment, we're just like wanting to just... <laughs> release 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 everything that we are just that we've been just working on for the past like couple of years and just as much as we can within like the next few yeah, months yeah just get it out there yeah yeah we're really super proud of it all and like it was awesome just to be able to kind of stop for a little even though we had that kind of covid stop but just like just focus on like kind of writing creating stuff um, you know, I was going to ask you was, um, you said that you'd played at mass. Did you hear the news about mass closing down? Yeah, man, that really sucks. It is really um, suck. Yeah. I don't know if you had any favorite memories of mass, man. Uh, we played at mass. Um, my favorite memory of mass is <laughs> it was in October. I think this must've been 2019. Um, and we had just done a day show in Denton um, at this like festive festival thing, and we were driving to a night show at Mass in Fort Worth from Denton. Uh-huh. And this is the night of that a big ass tornado that blew through uh, the Metroplex, and it like touched down in Dallas, literally two miles away from our rehearsal studio uh, and so we're sitting at the bar at mass the cowboys are playing the eagles and like so there's kind of no one there at our show because <laughs> it's on a sunday mm-hmm. we're opening for we're opening for a band coming through and the cowboys are on and there's a massive storm and they pop on the tv and they just show the path and we're like isn't that isn't that our house? Oh, <laughs> we're like i had to call frantically back home like moments before we play and then we go on and play and it was it was fantastic um you know we do a lot for it that was a great memory of of, of playing man. out there yeah <laughs> um, being there for that moment um that's awesome yeah, yeah. And I, 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 that's probably my favorite place to go see bands i'm really gonna miss that that place yeah yeah, yeah. no i mean the thing about it is i know that it's just kind of like the life cycle of venues is like one goes down, but others come up. I know Fort Worth is just so like on the up and up, though. So I'm not worried about the state of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that I think like local music and like independent venues are still going to be pretty thriving. And that Fort Worth and in Dallas, it's just kind of that whole cycle of things, you know. But uh, I do feel for them right now. Yeah, it was a good while. It was a good run while it lasted. Yeah, you know. sure, but yeah, and I was That's hoping sure. it'd, it'd be around longer. But yeah, no, it's just all kinds of stuff. Even from just like almost, I guess it's been almost ten years ago when I started to get into everything. But you know, mm-hmm. the, the grotto was around, and the cellar mm-hmm. was around, and um, you know, just all these different things um, that are just gone now. You know, yeah. Lola's was in a different place. Well, even way back before Lola's, I used to go to to the rec room all the time that's how old i am you know and that was torn down Damn. and they became in they became lola's or whatever and so it all you know the lola's art was art, like one of the last places that we played before the pandemic started and it was awesome yeah. played out there with cherry mantis and like i was covid was like i mean half the venues we've ever played at like i feel evaporated during that time and so it's just been very like 
pick up the piece, start up again, you know? Yeah, no, it put a, it put a, a hurt on everything. Uh, yeah, it was really rough. A lot of the songs that we, like, uh, recorded and are going to release, like, we kind of wrote during that time because we didn't have anything else to do. And so that's, like, the kind of one good thing about it, I guess. You know, a little more time for some inward searching. Yeah. Yeah, no, it gave a lot of bands, you know, plenty of time to kind of get their craft down and do some records. It was a really good time to just kind of lock yourself into a studio if you were so lucky and just start, you know, making mm-hmm. making EPs or, yeah. or singles or, you know. Exactly. Just uh, drink a lot of mushroom tea and sit around in a room and not leave for 48 hours. Yeah. That would be that would be nice. <laughs> so, uh, where can everybody find your um, stuff? You're on Apple Music and Spotify. We should be everywhere. Um, if not, someone's getting fired. I can guarantee you that. Um, if we're not on every single place that you can find local or any place that you can find music in general, mm-hmm. we should be on it. Um, we got a website, chanceyband.com, for all of our like show updates, little blogs and stuff. It's it's fancy. You got pictures of us looking all cool. Um, you know, so anything and information have, about the band you can yeah, need. And, and they should have links to like Facebook and Twitter and all your different music pages. It does, yeah. It does. Videos. And the, the best thing I guess I could plug is around the fall of last year, we decided man i think that we need to turn our room into a live stream studio and it would lo and behold we're now finally able to say after lots of learning curve that we've got an awesome live stream studio to set up where we rehearse and we try and go live on that at least uh once a week give or take and uh, you can find that on our Facebook and on our YouTube, which is all just Chancy Band. Okay, yeah, I just tuned in randomly last night, and uh, I'm glad you did. Yeah, yeah and I watched it for about ten minutes or so, and I was like, "Oh, this this is cool." He was reading off some of the comments. Apparently, you guys did a Weezer cover, but I missed it. <laughs> yeah, our drummer had to go to the bathroom, and uh, I just I, I I dabble. I, I'm I I can jam on drums, but I can't really really play. Oh, so you got on and, drums. So I got on drums and was just like, Richard, play something. And he's he's like a chord book. He's just encyclopedic, knows every song. And that's a really easy song for me. <laughs> so I was just like, let's just play it for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just random stuff like that in between the songs that we're overthinking and working our ass off. We need a little bit of time in between to just um, kind of let the mind spill and just do whatever the hell we're motivated for because that's kind of the fun in music man if you're not having fun it's i don't know why anyone would do it honestly my opinion yeah i mean i, I think so too at least that's where everybody starts because it's 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 fun i guess it gets to a point to where i think only when you're making money like big money maybe it starts yeah. it stops being fun because now you have to do oh when it, does it become a job right yeah, yeah. That's, that's what i'm not excited about even though it's like the dream to do it full time it's like needs to always be fun yeah for sure yeah um all right so do you have anything upcoming for the fall like any shows yeah you know um i guess i can find that all on your website yeah you can find that there yeah we're gonna be up at at andy's and ditton in october opening up for josh fudge we're gonna be at art co in november um deep elm art company i can always plug there is like our favorite venue it's a home for us um but more importantly we're gonna be we got a song coming out this friday and we got another one that we're gonna that's gonna come out very soon after that we're just giving no we will give no reprieve just more songs more songs that you're gonna be able to even handle and a music video go with that too right on we, um i'll be playing the song on this podcast either i played it just before the interview or i'm gonna play it as soon as we're through but um it'll be on here and then um the next time you guys are going to release something just give me a heads up and i'll make sure that i play it as well hell yeah i'd love that i would love that i love funky town um their podcast i love the what we do in the shadows shout out there in the open that's like one of my favorite oh, shows yeah um just what i'd say and um yeah i'd love to hear all your listeners critique of my mousy little voice um 
please yell at me online no man it, it sounds good the song sounds really good i thought <laughs> i thought maybe you know on, honestly it's like cause I, I just watched it a little bit i was like well maybe they like all three sing and you guys just all take turns and you're all kind of lead singers or whatever so you know I, I i wasn't fooled into you being just like a little mousy bass player who gets to sing once every now and again you know you stepped right into it and did well if i had if we had our own way we'd get cole and jonathan in to see vocal coaches so they can also just be we can have a whole choir up in this band that'd be sorry getting some harmony ideal. going yeah there you go yeah be good dallas's new version of mumford and sons oh yeah that'd be awesome <laughs> So, all right, man. Well, you have a good night. Yeah, thanks for your time, Jeffrey. Yeah, it was uh, good talking to you. Best of luck to you. Yeah, and back right to on. you. All right, I'll talk Appreciate to you. Appreciate you. Yep, bye-bye. Peace. Peace. All right, cool.
is what Funky do. Forward's favorite podcast, the Funky Down Podcast.